0: Welcome to the Conversation at AirSafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On November 24, 2015, I had a conversation with the BBC radio show 5 Live about a recent poll by the British Airline Pilots Association, which revealed that roughly half of their members in the last 12 months have been exposed to some sort of laser beam while flying. I discussed some of the safety issues around pointing lasers at aircraft, and also the possibility that groups that have attacked aircraft with other means may decide to use lasers as a weapon.
1: Well, a British Airways pilot has been left with a significant amount of damage to his eyesight after what was called a military-strength laser was shone into the cockpit of his plane as he was landing it at Heathrow. So how common is this? More common than we would think. The British Airline Pilots Association claims that one in two of its pilots has been in a plane targeted with lasers in the last 12 months. Joining us from Washington is Dr. Todd Curtis, author and aviation safety expert. Hello, Dr. Curtis.
0: Well, thanks for having me.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, We know there are limits on the sales of these things. Is is this really that common uh, a a problem?
0: I'm afraid it is. Uh, Obviously, in in Britain, BALPA, and other organizations have reported uh, multiple incidents recently. And in the United States, it ranks in the number of thousands, the number of incidents per year that are logged by the FAA and other organizations. And this has been a serious problem for quite a few years. And and what actually
1: happens uh, when a, a laser is shone into the cockpit of a plane? I mean,
0: what sort of distances are we talking about? Well, it, can, it depends on the strength of the laser. Uh, obviously, your smaller lasers are kinds of used for uh, laser pointing in, in meetings and such. They might be seen from the sky, but they may not be powerful enough to blind the pilots or to cause discomfort. But there are commercially available lasers, not to mention things that may be on the surplus military market, as well as industrial or uh, lasers or lasers used in an academic setting. Much, much stronger than your office lasers which could at a distance of a several kilometers uh, temporarily blind a pilot or even lead to some kind of retinal damage and and what about the police success in actually tracking down people who use these things unfortunately although there have been successes in the united states with tracking these people down there haven't been that many for example in 2010 there were roughly 2800 laser incidents reported but far fewer than that in the number of people who were arrested and sent to a jail or to prison. And the fines and the prison sentences can be rather harsh. In the U.S., uh, there's been a gentleman who was uh, recently uh, put in jail for over 14 years and several who have been put in prison for well over a year for incidents that didn't cause injury, didn't cause crashes, but merely raised the hazard level from one of our aircraft when they did this to them. Wouldn't you have to be on the airport perimeter to actually do this? Uh, Not necessarily, depending on the situation and depending on the distances. For example, if you have a pilot who has been flying at night and their vision at night is is, uh, such where it's very, very sensitive – being able to tell distances, depth of field, etc., can be disturbed. Even, even if you have a cockpit light turned on, it could take several minutes for the dark adaptation to go back to what it was. When you have a laser beam suddenly shining into the cockpit, it doesn't necessarily have to shine directly into a pilot's eyes. It could perhaps hit a windscreen and have a very, very bright glow in that windscreen area, which, again, will ruin the pilot's night vision to a certain extent. And depending on the kind of landing that's being done, this could disturb the pilot's uh, ability to land the airplane to the point of perhaps uh, forcing the aircraft to make a missed approach or even to crash. That's a, a pretty hugely alarming. Uh, if you have the misfortune to have a
1: laser shone right in your eye as a pilot, it, it, this, this man is not alone, is he, in actually suffering eye damage?
0: Well... It depends again on the situation. Your commercial airliners will have two pilots flying the aircraft, and typically, when a laser beam is shined into shown into a cockpit, it isn't coming straight off the nose. It's coming from the left or the right side. So typically, one pilot is far more affected than the other. But in a situation where you have a single pilot operation, for example, many military flights. Commercial helicopters, for example, news-gathering helicopters, which have been a target in the past, police helicopters, you may only have a single pilot. So having a pilot temporarily disoriented, especially if it's an aircraft that's not on any sort of automatic flight uh, uh, mode, for example, a helicopter being manually flown in an urban area, for perhaps in a police operation, temporary blindness could be potentially fatal. And you can believe this figure can you have 50 percent of pilots
1: having had a laser shone at them
0: uh, that is a plausible uh, figure in that uh, commercial pilots airline pilots are flying into a relatively uh, small handful of airports for most of their flights and these are tend to be in urban areas and unfortunately in urban areas the availability of these lasers which for the most part are being used for innocent purposes is quite high anyone who wants to buy one can usually buy one at a retail shop, ordering it online, etc. They're not difficult to get if you know where to look. And it's a question of whether or not this person is uh, in possession of a powerful enough laser, and more importantly, if the person has a willful intent to do harm. Now, I don't want to put ideas into certain groups' heads, but certainly with what has happened in France and elsewhere in the last few weeks, certainly the possibility exists that easily commercially available lasers... Uh, some other military surplus, could be used to deliberately disrupt civil aviation in ways that has not been done before by these groups. And I'm sure that the various intelligence and law enforcement services are aware of this and are working diligently to prevent this. So anything that can be done, in my opinion, to reduce the likelihood of this happening would be a good thing.
1: Dr. Curtis, thank you very much indeed.
0: Thanks again for having me. For more information on airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.